1: is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio.
3: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. U.S. airlines are splitting $25 billion in government aid payroll to pay workers and avoid massive layoffs as the industry has been hammered by the outbreak. Keith Peters has more on the story
0: in this report.
4: But only two are offering refunds for passengers who cancel a ticket during the virus pandemic, according to a group of Senate Democrats. The Senators said airlines could be holding on to more than $10 billion by offering vouchers instead of paying refunds. Discount carriers Allegiant Air and Spirit Airlines said they offer refunds when the passengers cancel bookings. Hawaiian Airlines says it offers a refund if a passenger cancels first and the airline later drops the flight. The rest, including the biggest carriers, Delta, American, United, and Southwest, only offer cash refunds when an airline cancels a flight, which is required by federal regulations. Keith Peters, Washington.
5: This is
3: SRN News.
1: Dan Proft warns of health care going forward.
4: A depressed economy will lead to a much poorer and sicker society. Talking about saving lives on an ongoing basis. You know, the uh, lives of people who have heart disease, who have cancer. What is the health care system going to be like for all of us on a go-forward basis? if we crater our economy.
1: The Dan Proft Show, weeknights at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio.
0: No Safe Spaces
3: is available for streaming on demand, but only for a limited time and only through us here at Salem Media. So visit am1280thepatriot.com or watch salemmedia.com to stream in no safe spaces today. Just past 2 o'clock on this Sunday afternoon, let's take a look at your Twin Cities forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. Sunny skies today, we will reach a high of 49, and we got our two Brad Carlson show of the Northern Alliance Radio Network starting right now on the Patriot.
2: Stand by for the
6: Northern Alliance Radio Network and
4: AM 1280, Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with our number two of the broadcast, we like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag show hashtag NARNShow for any comments or questions. And if you'd like to follow our Facebook page, Feel free to do so Just Facebook.com and do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and it'll bring you right to the page. And we, all, as always, we appreciate your support. Uh, we do have another call. Is, uh, is Mark still with us, Jason? We want to take his call if he is indeed still with us. Yes, he is. Okay, great. Mark from St. Louis Park wants to weigh in. Mark, appreciate your patience, sir. You are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network.
6: Brad, another great show. thanks for taking my call. It's one segment off, but I, uh, I just wanted to back you up on that about, as far as the New York Times, which I regard as a, as a rag with lower standards of the National Enquirer. That's for another show. Um, Dean Bayquet, I think he's the managing editor, the vice president. He was also on, I think uh, NPR and they asked him why the, why the absence of coverage on the um, with the, the current Joe Biden situation. And uh, he met. He, he, his response was uh, um, the reason that uh, Brett Kavanaugh was being maligned and accused of being a serial rapist on every every day on the cover of the New York Times was because the confirmation of a Supreme Court Justice was an important current event, like running for sure presidency. Not. not
4: so much, right?
6: <laughs> I, I was just yeah, right. What a moron! What a, I'm sorry for using the word on the air. What a moron! I'll, I'll hang up and listen. Sorry
4: yeah no problem mark we, we appreciate that and no apology necessary i mean as long as you avoided the seven words that george carlin has indicated you can't say on radio more is perfectly acceptable uh yeah i i thanks for bringing that up mark i did see that too and it's like well president's kind of important isn't it i mean my god you're uh the, the way you portray donald trump we're on the we're on the uh, precipice of being thrown into concentration camps if we dissent, for crying out loud. So shouldn't the president race be somewhat important? But I di- <clears throat> anyways, I digress. Appreciate the call, Mark, as always. A lot of great phone calls today uh, thus far. And uh, we do want to welcome in our first guest of the uh, broadcast, longtime friend of the broadcast, Peter Johnson. He's the f- founder of Archway Defense. It is a, uh, Peter is a expert in security and firearms. We're here to get his... Uh, Get his insights on how this COVID-19 pandemic has affected his business as well as an interesting month in firearm sales and background checks, at least in the month of March. And by the way, you can check out Peter's fine work at archwaydefense.com and follow him on Instagram and Facebook as well. Uh, Unfortunately, Archway Defense was the uh, victim of the Twitter Nazis, so can't find him on Twitter anymore. But whatever whatever the case, still a lot of great content to be had out there. Peter, always good to be with you, my friend. How are you?
7: Always good to be
4: here. Thank you for having me. So uh, I guess I uh, start out. Uh, obviously, you're the founder, Archway Defense. Again, archwaydefense.com is the website. Uh, we've uh, been through some interesting times the past uh, four to six weeks with this COVID-19 pandemic. A lot of uh, businesses, uh, small businesses uh, being hampered by this. Certainly a lot of employees being furloughed. What was it? 22 million unemployment claims being filed. Definitely some difficult times. Uh, how... Given your type of business, Peter Johnson, and the proximity you have to be in training law enforcement, what kind of impact uh, has this pandemic had on your business personally?
7: So Archway Defense, uh, a lot of our training is in person currently. So we have a huge uh, network of law enforcement, uh, police department SWAT teams that we train throughout the country. And that basically all had to shut down almost overnight. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the police departments, their training, all of their training, not just ours, was canceled. So that portion uh, is definitely on pause. And then our, all of our corporate training, which is uh, workplace violence, active shooter, security training, consulting, well, naturally, n- not a whole lot of companies are are in the mood for a large group training at this very sure. moment. So, so we're on a um, we're on the COVID pause, and like everybody else, just weathering the storm
4: yeah makes perfect sense, and uh, we 're c- certainly hope that uh you know slowly but surely we can kind of make a transition into uh getting things open back up so you know somewhat encouraging signs from this uh, past week to be sure, but certainly a ways to go from that standpoint. Uh, another thing I wanted to have you on Peter, obviously uh, we just saw uh well, let me back up there were a couple of high profile uh, blue check marks on Twitter uh proclaiming that March for the first time, I think in thirty years it 's the first time we 've gone through the entire month of March without a school shooting uh, to which we could easily reply, well, that's because school was pretty much out most of the month of March because of this COVID-19 pandemic. But on the other end, you contrast that with the fact there was also a report that came out that there was a record number of background checks that were initiated in the month of March. So uh, when a lot of these people are declaring, hey, look at that, gun violence is, is way down, no school shootings, imagine that. Well, the number of guns sold certainly went up. Dramatically, uh, kind of hard for these people to square that circle, Peter Johnson. Uh, hard to blame the inan- inanimate object when so many of them are flying off the shelves these
5: days.
7: It is, it is interesting. Um, or intellectually, it's interesting when, when people try to co-associate firearm ownership and any form of violence, because you're, you're spot on. In March, a uh, record number of sales going up, I believe, 2 million-plus uh, firearms sold in the month of March. And what's more interesting about just the, the mass uh, amounts of firearms being sold in the u s is actually the the general demographic of individuals purchasing, which is mostly first time firearm owners mm-hmm. so yeah, this is the thing, thing that we had,
4: yeah, and I know you've been on the program talking about this a lot, Peter Johnson, is the fact that people will often decry firearms simply because you know the uh the the stories of spree killings are brought to the forefront and and no one denies how awful and and tragic they are. And, you know, it it ends up being a cultural debate because, you know, as we talk about on our broadcast a lot, and as you bring up every single time, you just can't stop. There is evil, unequivocal evil in this world. No question about it. The best motive, the best motivation is to prepare yourself. And that's what the service Archway Defense provides, not only uh, security for soft targets, you know, faith-based, uh, faith-based centers, but also to be able to arm yourself. So at that end, um, you know, I'm hesitant to kind of uh, demagogue anything during this COVID-19 pandemic because it's just in poor taste. But at the same time, it's almost like a big I told you so to those buying guns where they're realizing, yeah, this would probably behoove me because we're more vulnerable than we ever are because we're kind of limited as to where we could go,
7: Peter Johnson. Correct, and, and uh, I spent some time in the the different retail firearm retail outlets around the Twin Cities um, because we have relationships with a lot of those retail storefronts. Just seeing how they're doing, and they, the most common barrier that would happen was first time uh, buyers would come in, and they were amazed that it's not nearly as easy to pick up mm-hmm. a handgun or or a um, an AR-15, air quote, assault. Uh, assault weapon, assault rifle, nearly as uh, nearly as easy as they thought. They would just grab it off the shelf and say, I'd like to buy this, I have the money for it. And then when they found out that there's a, another background that has to be done at the police department and that permits carry, permits to purchase, most of them were completely thrown aback by it because they had no idea that that, that type of barrier to just going and buying a, a simple handgun existed in the state, specifically in the state of Minnesota. Um, but to your point, people can't go anywhere. Law enforcement obviously is concerned about um, cross contamination, so their schedules are adjusting how they enforce laws. So then you have a lot of people at home, and you realize very almost overnight that you, as an individual, are responsible for your protection and, more importantly, your families. And that's what I think um, jump started a lot of these first time uh, firearms purchasers. In the month of march going up to two million uh by the way as we're on the air i think there was just an active shooting in canada if i'm not mistaken
4: oh my gosh okay
7: yeah um that just came came into my feed but uh which their firearm laws are significantly different and more restrictive than ours but the correlation and causation argument is always the uh is always the frustrating piece
4: So did you, uh, especially during this particular time, Peter, have you had a lot of, uh, you know, we talk about a lot of the first-time gun purchasers. Have you had a few or any at all reach out to you personally kind of for some insight? Because, you know, again, this is something that you've talked about, and and I've always felt in a fair and respectful manner. You're certainly passionate about firearm ownership. Civil liberties more than anything, I guess we could say, but have you ever, have you had people within the past month or two since this pandemic has really uh, ratcheted up uh, reach out to you personally?
7: We had some, and then we also, we still have a a course, uh, open enrollment civilian course, so anybody can attend. Uh, Still scheduled for the end of May, which we're keeping on the books because it's limited to 10 slots per day, Saturday and Sunday course. Um, so the, that course I think is almost full, or those courses are almost full. Um,
4: Can you send me an I mean, invite, Peter Johnson? I want to get on that schedule. Uh,
7: glad, gladly, <laughs> I, I think I know somebody for you. Um, so we we've seen an uptick in that, and then the individual the calls actually past clients, a lot of past clients that just kind of hit um, bench line training standards start all, uh, pushing out a referral network. And that's what we've probably seen the most of on the individual level. Okay.
4: Once again, we are joined by uh, Peter Johnson. He, the founder of Archway Defense. Check out their website, archwaydefense.com. You can follow him on Instagram as well, uh, at Archway Defense. Unfortunately, a lot of what the content that you post on, Peter, on uh, Instagram, Peter, is uh, kind of limited these days because, wow, well, you just don't have that kind of in-person training. But the good news uh, we learned this uh, starting yesterday at five in the morning, uh, people can start utilizing outdoor firing ranges as long as you maintain the uh, proper social distancing. So uh, do, were you uh, up at him right away at uh, five in the morning yesterday, Peter Johnson?
7: I, I wasn't out at a public range, but I was shooting yesterday in the afternoon um, at a private uh, private site, which was much appreciated after this long of a hiatus.
4: Yeah, we would expect nothing less, that is for sure. Uh, one, one dynamic that uh, I'm interested in is I, I had a friend of mine that I kind of had an issue, you know, with the, uh, obviously with the DMV and everything else closed down, it's hard for people to renew their driver's license as well. They've given us a reprieve where if license expires during this peacetime emergency, there was a legislation that was passed that it is still good for two months after the peacetime emergency ends. But at that end, it kind of, Throws a crimp into federal background checks, would it not? And do you, are you aware of any way that we could sort of mitigate that? Because I didn't have an I didn't have an answer to that, to be honest.
7: So I do know that uh, nationally, I've been watching some of the um, like gun policy coalition and NRA Institute for Legislative Action, kind of the legal aspects of some of the states are going after and trying to curtail or slow down or flat out stop. The lawful uh, permits carry application or concealed carry application, I think in Minnesota we've done mm-hmm. pretty well there was a couple um, couple of counties that I think needed some legal encouragement as a reminder but um, as far as the state statute for for the the driver's license I would obviously we'd have to go look to an attorney, but knowing state statute sure. I would have to imagine that the The extension of your driver's license, as long as the permit carry is still valid, uh, you shouldn't have a whole lot of issues on that. But I believe most of the jurisdictions are still accepting permit carry applications.
4: Okay, we appreciate the clarification on that. Uh, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NARNshow, hashtag NARNshow, if you'd like to reach out to us via Twitter. Peter, we need to take a break. Uh, Any chance you can hold for uh, one more segment with us? Yeah, no problem. Okay, and we'll be back with uh, Peter Johnson again. He with Archway Defense, the founder of Archway Defense. Check out their fine work, archwaydefense.com. Back in mere moments right here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere.
5: Whoa.
6: Look at all these options.
1: You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com.
0: Are you tired of all the garbage that Hollywood puts out? Why not redeem the time you're spending at home with your family and watch something that affirms our American values? For a limited time, you can purchase No Safe Spaces, starring Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla, Go to nosafespaces.com to stream the number one political documentary of 2019. Free speech is under attack now more than ever. Politicians on the left are threatening to permanently shut down churches and synagogues. And we can't even open a debate about when we return to work. There is no more important time to watch No Safe Spaces. The movie that the hard left does not want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com. Use the code SAVE25 to get 25% off your purchase. That's SAVE25. This offer is only available for a limited time. Send the message to Hollywood that you support movies that support your values.
8: Go to nosafespaces.com today. This is John Greenhut, and if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, Power Swabs is the answer. In five minutes, you'll see two shades wider teeth, and in seven days, six shades. Even better, there's no messy strips or trays that you have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes, and you're done. To try Power Swabs, call 1-800-679-0969. Your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free. 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969.
9: It's time to Stand With Israel. Sebastian Gorka here, inviting you to register for a life-changing trip to Israel, December 2nd to 11th. Join me, my friend Mike Lindell, and hundreds of patriots on the Stand With Israel tour, a journey to the Holy Land to get first-hand insights into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. On the Stand With Israel tour, history, culture, and faith will converge right before your eyes in a truly remarkable country. I'll take you behind the scenes to explore over 40 iconic sites during an all-inclusive 10 day tour this December. We'll pray at the ancient Western Wall, sail the picturesque Sea of Galilee, float on the Dead Sea, explore modern Tel Aviv, and much more. Best of all, we'll be together with like minded supporters of the nation of Israel. Reserve your spot today and travel with me on the Stand with Israel tour. Secure your spot today for the Stand with Israel
1: tour. Join Dr. Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour. That's AM
2: 1280thepatriot.com.
4: Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also reach out via Twitter, hashtag Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And again, feel free to give us a like on our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And as always... We appreciate your support. As we recently surpassed 16 years of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the first all-grassroots political talk show here in the Twin Cities, often imitated, never duplicated, and no stop sign in front of us yet. We're going to keep rolling along. Joined by our guest, uh, Peter Johnson. Again, he of Archway Defense. Check out their uh, website, Archway. Uh, defense.com uh com, peter chatting a little bit uh off air uh, you'd indicated that uh you're uh, launching a new vr platform for businesses uh why don't you explain a little bit about that some of the things that uh, are back on the horizon because we are going to reopen minnesota and uh, in america very soon peter johnson of that i'm very confident so uh, a lot of demands yeah, will be on your time as a result so talk about uh, some of your new platforms you have coming up
7: so uh we we started uh building a VR, which is uh, for your listeners, virtual reality um, platform for training to create immersive environments for our end users. Specifically our first program we actually launched right before COVID kind of destroyed the economy, but it was uh, down in Illinois at one of the largest world's largest airports. We built an active shooter program in VR for the security teams there. So, We've been on this, uh, the VR integration piece for just over a year and a half now. And we're seeing that as a uh, great opportunity to expand, uh, or scale our curriculum, uh, when for times like this, when maybe tra- sure. uh, travel isn't as ideal, um, as other times throughout the year.
4: Is that something you personally uh Miss Peter Johnson, I know one of the things that you often like to show is when you're out on the road, you take some long road trips in the car, uh a uh, lot of miles in front of you. Is that, uh, is that something you miss or you or is that one thing that you're grateful for the reprieve because that could be some that could be some long days driving I would imagine.
7: Without a doubt. It's a uh, it's definitely a love hate rela- relationship with uh <laughs> for myself and the instructors. We've been doing uh pretty consistently anywhere from 60,000 miles a year driving around the country from coast to coast, border to border um, training. And that's mostly for training law enforcement and then also our corporate clients. But uh, above everything else, the road trips are always great, especially when you can be in a different part of a state that you haven't traveled to in a while, but it's always the people. I think throughout, regardless of your industry, regardless of who you are right now with the whole lockdown Across all the states, it's always the the interactions within people. Even you and I at this moment being in studio with you is always a thousand times more fun um, for me personally than than being on on the air remotely. So I think everybody can appreciate the 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 distance pieces. Generally, distance from people is generally what kind of the hurts the most during this.
4: Oh yeah, no question, and you uh, know, and I'm the I'm the same way. I always prefer to be in studio, and if I ever have a guest, uh, that's the first thing I always request. If there's any possible way they can be in studio, yeah, it just it's just definitely a lot more impactful that way. No question about it. Well, you know, above being a business owner, Peter, you are you know at the heart of it, a, a citizen and uh, a resident here in the state of Minnesota, and obviously. Uh, like myself, you've s- certainly been keeping abreast of all of the, the governor's uh, decisions that he's made regarding, you know, the peacetime emergency and uh, the stay-at-home orders and and whatever else. Uh, you personally, Peter, being a big uh, civil libertarian, I know. Uh, how are you? you personally gauging the governor's performance of all this and what are some of the things that you would like to see that could be uh, changed at this uh, particular time do you think we should just reopen and uh, be all good to go and and take our chances or do you think it should be kind of we should be cautious uh, do that incrementally uh, w- what's your mindset as a uh, as a citizen of this great state peter johnson
7: so as a citizen and uh, obviously not a policy writer looking at just the purpose of going into the uh, quarantine or self-quarantine was to flatten the curve, and that was out of respect for uh, some of the more vulnerable among us, which we all did willingly um, to buy the system time to spin up, get supplies, get resources in place, because no matter what we do, we can't stop. We, you can't stop this no more, no more than we can stop the flu. But what we sure. can do is allow our systems um, a little bit of breathing room to ratchet up, which we, we have been doing but at the same time the the early models obviously everybody was extremely concerned when early models are predicting a minimum of two million dead in the u s um, obviously mm-hmm. those models now have been completely retooled down to tens of thousands, which is still horrible. Like, I'm not diminishing the death of even one person yep but now now the the serious question and every every intellectually Sound person would can see it on the horizon is if our economies don't start ratcheting up again, um, it could be the outcome could be far worse than even the tens of thousands that have already died of this. So for me personally, um, I'm I'm of the mind to start throttling up the economy and always concerned above else of individual freedoms. The the difference between uh being asked to stay at home out of respect for the most vulnerable among us which myself and my family willingly did gladly again trying to help help the help minnesotans among us but then when i start seeing um even law enforcement which definitely frustrates me and i've reached out to thousands of the law enforcement officers we've worked with but during this time is seeing law enforcement ticketing individuals for being alone not in contact with anybody else and starting to see huge civil liberty violations, that's probably the most uh, frustrating during these times. Cause it's, you're only one generation away from losing, losing fundamental freedoms. Um, so that's a, that's a massive concern as it should be with everybody at this point.
4: Yeah, and obviously uh, you know, your wife, and I don't want to give away too much. You can share as much as you'd like, but obviously she's in a business that uh, I believe has been d- deemed non-essential. Uh, you know, It depends on who you talk to. It's all in the eye of the beholder. But uh, uh, how, how, you know, how is she holding up through this? I mean, has she heard any notifications about how her particular industry may start to get a boost and may get back again? Because I think there would be precautions in her line of work where you could safely maintain that social distance and still uh, be able to perform and uh, obviously earn a living.
7: Yeah and her her industry obviously is pretty well uh pretty well regulated in the sense of uh, of standards of conduct and training and everything else um currently she we are still waiting on when that when that ban on doing business even on a one-on-one basis will be lifted because that is a huge concern and that goes her pain point is like millions of americans at this point if their if their work is deemed non-essential which i never understood what a job a non-essential job was but we'll we'll, we'll defer to that for a different day Um, so those people that are that are sitting who can't work remotely uh it's definitely it's definitely a, a frustrating point but at this point we're sitting back waiting and obviously contacting policy makers to say, what about throttling up this way safely and, and trying to try to get ahead of that a little bit, but yeah, it's definitely, definitely a pain point for her.
4: Yeah, there's no question. And, you know, my wife and I have been fortunate and we have uh, we have jobs where we are able to work remotely and uh, you know, for now uh, of and I've, I've mentioned on the show many times the company i work for i've been given a letter where, where it indicated by the government that we were an essential company a chemical company and and i and I'm, i just have this awful picture if i'm pulled over asking why i violate the the, the stay-at-home standard i could easily produce a letter saying my yeah you know, i'm driving to my office and my company's considered essential it feels like a kind of like a your papers please type of a scenario and i it, it, we joke about it but you know it doesn't seem like we're that far from that. I don't want to say that we're into full-blown communism, but uh, yeah, very, very. What a time to be alive, Peter Johnson is all I can say. I guess
7: it's a uh, it's it's definitely fascinating. If we would rewind the clock into the late '90s, early 2000s, and predict a situation like this, I think everybody would probably say you're insane.
4: Yeah, no question. Well, uh, Peter, we appreciate the time as always. Uh, Thank you so much for your valued contributions. Look forward to uh, getting together again. We can actually be in studio, and uh, be sure to send me the invitation to some of those events where we can uh, shoot uh, socially distancing anyway. So uh, appreciate the time, Peter. Thanks so much.
7: Anytime. Thank you for having me. AM
4: 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Trader Network.
7: When you go to the mechanic in here. Pass me the torque. Nope, let me have the flamethrower.
1: That sounds wrong. You know what else sounds wrong? When you hear about the interest you're earning on your savings with the largest banks. But with a Marcus by Goldman Sachs online savings account, you could earn much more interest. And hear this. Open a Marcus by Goldman Sachs online savings account in minutes at Marcus.com. You can money.
5: Comparison made to the three largest U.S. banks measured by total deposits. Rates as of February 4th, 2020 and may vary by state. Goldman Sachs Bank USA, member FDIC.
9: Relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. Uh, I've come from the doctor's clinic this morning, 28 staples out of my knee, and I am not taking painkillers. Why? Because I don't need to. I'm taking Relief Factor. Yes, it's a triple dose, but it doesn't have any negative side effects, and I am doing just fine. Thank you very much. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans while taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at ReliefFactor.com, and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just nineteen ninety-five. That's less than a dollar a day that's truly remarkable to be liberated from your pain for less than a dollar a day find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today go right now relieffactor.com relieffactor.com this is your opportunity to be the next success story
0: warning
4: warning warning warning
1: Be careful.
4: Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger.
1: That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at rackshackbarbecue.com. Rack Rack
3: yeah.
6: There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov/covid19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station.
4: Welcome back, Dan Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And if you'd like to follow our Facebook page, feel free to do so. Go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. I uh, started to talk a little bit about COVID-19 with our uh, guest, uh, Peter Johnson, our last uh, segment. So I want to get into some more aspects of that, particularly the media hyperbole. And, you know, if it sounds like we're bashing the media, this show, well, your instincts are correct. <laughs> we, we pretty much are. We've got a lot of criticisms of the media, as we pretty much do every show, but it, it has just been... Over the top, I mean, these daily press briefings with president Trump look i've had plenty of criticisms of President Trump during these briefings. I think we need to hear less from him and more from his coronavirus task force, particularly the doctors uh, fauci and Burks and obviously uh, Vice President Pence who's been in charge of kind of facilitating individuals to make up this task force and and um, reporting on a game plan and strategizing and whatnot and and the president you know can disseminate some information about you know, what they're going into, kind of a greater plan to ensure that the governors have the resources they need to open up. And by the way, President Trump, no, you do not have complete authority uh, to open up the country for business. Um, Like you said, that was a just an unforced error. But the good news is it forced the media to acknowledge the concept of federalism. So in a way. Trump was kind of the uh, proverbial (laughs) chess master there because he got the media to admit that they are at least familiar with the concept of federalism, even though they woefully ignored it when they want Trump to issue a national shelter in place. But anyways, I digress. Uh, I don't give kudos a lot to Bill Maher, but it seems like the past couple, three years I've actually given him credit where credit is due. Bill Maher's. A leftist, and he's been host of the HBO show Real Time for about 18 years now, and, of course, before that was on a show called Politically Incorrect. And I, I've always appreciated Bill Maher from the standpoint where he is willing to call out uh, snowflakes, those who are seem to think that they should not be subject to speech that makes them uncomfortable or speech that they disagree with, Okay. And he's also uh, been very critical of the media and their coverage, particularly of this COVID-19. And he had a monologue at the end of his show, I believe, that first aired on Friday evening, talking about media hyperbole. We have broke it up into two different two-minute segments because didn't have time to edit out some of the seven dirty words that he <laughs> can't say on radio. Excuse me, but also... It kind of marks a greater point. So we'll start with this, uh, with this first one about, uh, well, it's just basically talking about media hyperbole, some of the stories and headlines they're putting out. Bill Maher kind of takes exception with the verbiage that is being put forth. So, Jason, if we have that first segment, just go with the first one for right now. And we'll come back and uh, chat about it in a bit. So here we go.
3: If this insanity happens again, news sources have to rein it in. Everyone knows Corona is no walk in the park, because you literally can't walk in the park. But at some point, the daily drumbeat of depression and terror veers into panic porn. Enough with the life will never be the same headlines. And stop showing us this. You know, everything looks scary when you magnify it a thousand times. Here's a pubic hair. Boo. Last month, the Washington Post ran the headline, It Feels Like a War Zone with this picture. This is not a war zone. This is a man with a box of eggs. And I've never seen a war zone with this much bacon. Or how about this one? Horrifying simulation reveals the dangers of jogging during the coronavirus pandemic. Look, this virus is easy to catch, but if you can't avoid it, jogging You can't outrun much. Two weeks ago, Inside Edition said 76,000 in the world had died, so some are making comparisons to the apocalypse. The apocalypse? Really? Because most of us are sitting at home smoking delivery weed and binge-watching a show about a gay zookeeper. Unless you're a frontline healthcare worker for whom the phrase above and beyond the call of duty doesn't even begin to cover it, This is not the apocalypse. (laughs) And I know, I know, you expect Inside Edition to be over the top. But the New York Times, they used the same word last week. Braced for apocalyptic surge, New York avoids worst so far. And this was an article about how much better the city was doing than expected. Projections had them needing 58,000 hospital beds, and it turned out they needed a quarter of that. Still bad. But you don't have to put hot sauce on a jalapeno.
4: Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry the uh, the the one about the the, the gay soup uh, zookeeper, i.e. Tiger King. <laughs> uh, that that one gets to me. And uh, is there is there did I hear that right? Delivery weed is that a thing? where they actually deliver weed to people's houses. Does that really happen? I would imagine there, in the
3: states that where it's legalized. That's like got to be like Colorado and
4: Washington. Yeah. yeah,
1: because there's beer <laughs> delivery services, so why wouldn't there be weed uh, delivery services? Makes sense oh to me. Oh my gosh.
4: Yeah, right. So, okay. So, uh Bill Maher and that. Now, this next one I want to set up for you. Here he starts off by railing on a New York Times headline where the New York Times headline says It's terrifying. Millions more out of work. And the it's terrifying is in quotes. Okay, so first of all, headlines are not supposed, you know, you typically don't put quotes like that in headlines. And, well, he'll explain it in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, that was a direct quote from someone from who? Well, I'll let Bill Maher tell you. So here's cut number two, Bill Maher.
3: Granted, it's a quote. But who are they quoting? Trump? Fauci? Stephen King? No, they're quoting an event planner in North Hollywood. No offense to the event planners of the world. It's, it's amazing what you people can do with pine cones and silver spray paint. But why are you in my headline? How about this? Just tell me millions are out of work without the flashlight under the chin, and I'll decide how I feel about it. There was never headlines like this before. There was no, it's terrifying, planes hit World Trade Center. There was no, it's sad, Titanic sinks after hitting iceberg. Or, first atomic bomb dropped. Ouch. The media also seems obsessed with finding young people who've died of COVID-19. The Washington Post says there's 759 under 50 years old. Horrible, of course. Then I looked up how many under 50 died of the flu last year. Almost 3,000. So all this misery from distancing did some good. Can I be happy about that? Death is terrible, of course, no matter how it comes. I'm against it and I don't care who knows it. But giving a proper perspective isn't a cover-up of the truth. It is the truth. Sudden, dramatic deaths like plane crashes, Shark attacks, tornadoes, mass shootings, terrorism, awful as they are, kill far less than seasonal flu or even even hospital-acquired infections may very well kill more than coronavirus, 99,000 of them last year. 50,000 die of nephritis every year. And I don't even know what that is. 22 million Americans have filed for unemployment, and many will lose their health insurance. Studies show lacking health insurance kills people. But it doesn't lead to pictures like this. And it doesn't happen all at once. We need the news to calm down and treat us like adults. Trump calls you fake news. Don't make them be right.
4: Okay, so that was... a. Uh... Bill Maher, and yeah, he ended it perfectly. You know, Trump calls him fake news. Don't make him right, because I, I've said this many times on the show. You know, as as buffoonish and imprecise, to borrow a quote, from, to borrow a word from the New York Times, imprecise as Trump can be, when the media reports on it, they always make themselves look worse. And make no mistake, we've talked about media bias on the show. This is all an effort to make Trump look bad. I mean, yeah, they're reporting the news, and, and it could be very harrowing, no doubt about it. But there's definitely, at the very minimum, a serendipity in undermining the Trump administration and making Trump look awful. There, there's no doubt about it. So my thing is, if you, you know, report the actual raw numbers, but th- that's the thing. They don't trust the people to be able to interpret the news properly. So they feel like they're going to kind of give them a kind of give him a nudge in a certain direction. And that direction inevitably always goes one way left. Right. So, you know, again, kudos to kudos to Bill Maher. He's a, you know he's someone who I've cited again, policy wise, not going to not going to agree with him on a whole heck of a lot. But the fact that he is willing to call out the media when they do a horrible job are is something that people of his ilk aren't willing to do, you know, left-wing elk, that is, high-profile leftists. So uh, this, and by the way, he was talking about, you know, uh, they they he was referring to a picture of a mass grave. He says, well, typically when the headlines are like this, they don't accompany a picture like this. It was a picture of a, a mass grave. You would, make, you, you would make it sound like there's mass graves all over the country. And unfortunately, a couple of uh, areas, you know, New, New Jersey and New York, is kind of the epicenter for this uh, for this COVID nineteen because there has been a lot of infections there, and as a result, there has been some uh, there has there has been more fatalities as as opposed to the uh, uh, death rate in those areas than there has been across the country. So that's why a one size fits all for each and every state just never made a lot of sense. So uh, we appreciate uh, uh, appreciate these monologues. There was a uh, Monologue that he gave uh, from his uh, home. You know, Bill Maher's obviously been doing his show from his backyard as well, where he was calling out people had, pitching fit over calling it Wuhan coronavirus, the China virus. He's basically saying what we've said all along look, viruses are named from where they originate. And this one indisputably originated in China. So if you can't make the distinction between the people of China and the oppressive authoritarian government of China, then there's really not a whole lot I can do to help you. We'll come back with one final segment of the show. And if you'd like to chime in, feel free, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, the closer, coming back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere.
0: instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now.
1: 800-775-4514. 800-775-4514. That's 800-775-4514. Hi, this is Lee. And this is Matt from the Kingdom Builders. About 22 years ago, I remember doing my father's roof in Bloomington after a huge hailstorm had gone through. And now he just had me come out and take a look at his roof because he wants to make sure it's okay. 22 years old now. Most roofs in that time era were good for about 20, 25, maybe 30 years. So if you're looking to get an honest assessment on whether your 22-year-old roof is still good, give us a call.
8: Yeah, Lee, I remember that storm too. And as I drive around Burnsville, uh, Bloomington, the South Metro, I see all of these roofs that were replaced back in 1998. And it may be time for an assessment for us to come out and let you know if you have
0: a year or three left or if now is a good time to get those shingles replaced. For an honest assessment
7: on your roof or gutters, give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up on the web at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com.
4: It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thank you for tuning in. Beautiful day out there. It's not particularly warm, but it's nice and bright and sunny. So that's we got that going for us, which is nice. I remember doing the show last Sunday, which was Easter. It was snowing pretty heavily, actually. But uh, we got through that, and it's nice and sunny. And uh, I think we'll be seeing 70 degrees sometime this week. So got that to look forward to. Got another call on the line right now bob from shoreview is calling in hey bob you're on the northern alliance radio network go ahead
5: yeah i just had a comment to go along with what you were just talking about i found a meme online and it's a picture of walter cronkite in black and white of course and uh the the quote says the news used to tell you that something happened and then you had to decide what you thought about it today the news tells you how to think about something and you have to figure out if it even really happened,
4: yeah so, that's pretty yeah it's pretty apropos, huh
5: yeah, um you know it it just shows how uh i th- I think the mainstream media, when they distort the facts that they have actually given rise to uh Fox News becoming the number one cable news channel, just you know they they only hurt themselves when they distort the news. And uh, it's just interesting how in this time in history, you know, it's given rise to technology like cable news and internet so that as the mainstream media has become less honest, well, that's been counteracted almost in a providential way by this new technology that enables us to hear the truth. What do you think about that?
4: Yeah. I appreciate the call, Bob. Thanks so much. Well, it's no surprise that when this uh, pandemic was first uh, coming through the, uh, the United States here and there was a survey taken in the American people, everyone had a po- approval rating in their handling of this crisis, whether it was the healthcare workers, first responders, President Trump, Vice President Pence, United States Congress. Everybody had a positive, positive approval rating except the mainstream media. They were underwater in terms of approval to disapproval. So I think that tells you really all you need to know. And obviously those numbers have probably changed as time has gone on, but I'm going to, I'm hard pressed to think that the media has, uh, has improved or at least the people's perception of the media handling this uh, pandemic and their reporting on it has improved. So I appreciate the call, Bob. Thanks so much. Uh we do have about five minutes. I do you want to get to the protest. That place at the uh, governor's mansion in Minnesota, the, Uh, Past week, this is from an Associated Press story. Hundreds of President Donald Trump's uh, grassroots supporters protested outside the Minnesota governor's mansion on Friday, angered that a stay-at-home order to stem the spread of COVID-19 has not been employed by a presidential tweet. Now, just an aside here, some people were falsely reporting that this rally was inspired by the president's tweet. and That's emphatically false. It was earlier in the week people were gathering together wanting to protest outside the governor's mansion. And it was later on, a couple, three days later, where President Trump put out a tweet, LIBERATE MINNESOTA, in all caps. And he did that with multiple states. LIBERATE MICHIGAN, LIBERATE VIRGINIA. So he was going after particularly uh, states run by Democrat governors. Uh, Governor Tim Walz, meanwhile, insisted that he agrees with parts of Trump's guidelines for restarting the economy during the coronavirus pandemic, and said he's unsure why the Republican president took to social media to urge "liberate Minnesota." Walz said at a news conference Friday afternoon that he called the White House soon after Trump tweeted that he couldn't get through to President or Vice President. The protesting Paul was one of several nationwide conservatives pushing. COVID-19. Many of the protesters wore pro-Trump gear and carried American flags. Very pe- few practiced social distancing or were protected by masks. Now, I'm in the camp where I, w- I'm like a lot of lovers of civil liberties, will support to the death your right to exercise constitutional rights, particularly your First Amendment right? You want to protest the governor's decision, have at it. But I think it's a responsibility that should fall on each and every one of the protesters to be judicious about this. You know, practice the social distancing. Show that you're taking this seriously, because this is serious. This coronavirus is very serious. And I know we're hearing all the statistics. So there's, a higher, there's been a higher death rate of the flu. There's been more people that have died from this ailment and that ailment and da-da-da. Yeah, all that may be true. But doesn't that also validate the fact that we're because we're staying home and because we're practicing the social distancing that it works and therefore we can show we don't need government to tell us what to do, rather just give us the facts and give us the recommendations from the health experts and we're responsible enough to implement it accordingly? Well, I see a protest like this, and I'm sorry. I don't feel like the people... We're responsible in doing this. Now again, I, you you can defend these folks' First Amendment rights while also questioning the method in which they're exercising those rights. That's perfectly legit. It's kind of like open carry. You know, if you've got a permit to open carry, you know, yeah, you can walk into a store and have this big rifle strapped, strap you know, strapped on your on your side, kind of like a bunch of. Gun owners, a couple of years ago, I think in Texas, went into a Target or a Walmart, open carry. Okay. Yeah, you've got the right to do that, but is that the smartest thing to do? I mean, a lot of gun experts will tell you if you've got that strapped around your shoulder and someone comes up from behind you, um, you're probably not in a very good, you're, not, you're probably not in a very advantageous position. And this is the thing this is not a binary type choice. Where if you question the protest and the so- lack of social distancing, it means you're not concerned about government overreach and you're not concerned about how this is impacting the economy. It's ridiculous. Okay, in fact, someone put together a Venn diagram of three different circles, which encapsulates my sentiments perfectly and I and many others, where I take COVID nineteen seriously, but I'm also worried about expansion of authoritarian government policies and I'm very concerned about impending economic devastation. You can have all three of those sentiments in your head at once and still have the ability to function, to kind of borrow a quote from F. Scott Fitzgerald. Okay? That is possible. It is possible to take this very seriously while also being concerned about government overreach. All right? So I don't know that this protest changed a lot of minds, and it certainly didn't reflect well on those who were there that weren't wearing face masks and weren't practicing the social distancing. Definitely could have been a better way to go about it, but again, First Amendment rights, I understand it, support it, even though I question the methodology. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network, always good to be with you folks. Godspeed, my friends. Have a blessed week.
2: As a business owner, you're in a difficult position today. Stay-at-home regulations, social distancing, and in some cases, extreme limitations on our individual liberties have caused small and medium businesses to question whether marketing during this time is the right thing to do. You are asking a lot of questions, and you're getting few, if any, answers. Salem Surround is here to help business owners during these challenging times. We're sponsoring free webinars April 22nd and 24th, featuring nationally known marketing and advertising experts, Burrell and Associates. Named in the top 2% of worldwide consultants by Gerson Lehrman Group, they'll discuss how to manage marketing in times of crisis and examples of how some businesses actually thrive in difficult times. Attend virtually to hear some factual data on what you can do to keep your business top of mind, relevant, and vital to customers today. Two free seminars are offered each day, April 22nd or 24th, and limited space is available. For times and to sign up, go to SalemSurround.com. SalemSurround.com. Social
8: Security is with you through life's journey. Get to know us at socialsecurity.gov. We are there, day one, with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there as you grow, protecting you and those you love. We are there when you get your first job, helping you to save for the future. We are there when you marry your sweetheart to help secure your new life together. We are there if the unexpected happens to help you see life from a new perspective. We are there when you start your next chapter to make sure you get off to a great start. And we are there when you lose your soulmate to help make sure you will be all right. We are with you through life's journey, Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us and see what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov.
6: Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense
8: wnav is your full service
0: audiovisual partner wnav understands that now more than ever your business needs to be able to function wherever you are and wnav can help from business and employee meetings av equipment sales and installation for web conferencing web streaming services and more wnav can make sure your business and employees can meet no matter where they are to see how wnav can help you visit wnav-video.com that's wnav-video.com